Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hello, and welcome back to Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast. I'm Kelsey Parker, and I'm your host for this week. Oh, this week, what's happened? So, do you know what? Nothing dramatic has happened this week, but I just feel like I've learned that sometimes not raising your voice and being calm is the better option because we were at a swimming pool and Aurelia didn't want to get out and go and get changed. So she got really angry and she hit me. Not hard, but obviously she just she just lashed out and hit me and I just stayed so calm and I completely ignored her and after that she felt really, really bad and kept kissing and cuddling me. So sometimes getting angry is not the answer, even though they really do push us, these children of ours. Yeah, I learned that being patient and being calm and being quiet worked in that situation. So on the podcast this week, we have the gorgeous Chloe Lewis. Chloe became a household name when she appeared in the reality show, Towie. These days, Chloe is a huge social media star and influencer with over a million followers on Instagram. She is a mum to the beautiful Bo, and it's great to have her on the show today. Welcome to the show, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. I love this. <laughs> Do you great. love it? Yeah. So, for those that don't know, Chloe was in Towie. Tell me more about Towie. Like, how did you get onto Towie? I got onto Towie because, well, it sort of is in our area, isn't it? So, I remember when I was really young and it sort of the word was going about that it was starting and I got approached like four times before it actually happened. And I had a good job at the time. So I was like, I don't actually know if it's for me. I don't really want to be in the public eye. I've never really been that person. I was a fit model for fashion brands. So I'd done that for like eight years, but it was such good money that to, yeah, foot to mod- jump fit from- modelling is really well pa- paid. Really well paid. So, and I was I was young. Do you know what I mean? I was I was flying. I was like seventeen. I was but going doing back so to well. Fit modelling. It's actually quite hard, isn't it? Because you actually have to stay at the yeah. exact, exact measurements. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I never really dieted ever. I used to go gym and stuff. Yeah, they would like measure me and they'd be all like, Chloe, you've gone up like half a centimetre on your waist today. I'd be like, great. <laughs> I'm not eating yeah. before the next I'm one. I'm not eating. No, I sometimes used to do slim fast, actually. Really? Yeah. I liked them. I actually liked them. I'd still eat. Yeah. But like, instead of having lunch, sometimes I'd do that instead just to... Yeah, because it, it was my job. It's what I got paid to do. So you were doing that, but you thought, they've asked me to do Towie. You don't yeah. know how you feel. Yeah. You didn't really want to be in the public eye. No, it just was never for me. 
I'm quite well was quite quiet <laughs> I've come out my shell a little bit now yeah I was quite quiet and yeah it was all a bit daunting for me really so at the time the relationship that I was in was really rocky so they approached him at the time they and then they approached me and I was like didn't really want him to go and do it without me so I thought I'm going to do it as well if he's doing um, it I might as well do it yeah and then it just escalated from there really but yeah I don't regret it no how long was you on it for I did five six years yes yeah, a long time can't believe that you were on it for that amount of time I know does it feel like you did it for that amount of time now yeah well, where I'm not in it anymore but I'm still in the public eye sort of thing it sort of feels like that's part of it that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is in like... Well, it's been your journey to been, be where you are now. Yeah. Like if you wasn't in Towie, then no. you wouldn't be where you are. Yeah. And you wouldn't, like you said, you've come out your shell. You are a different person yeah. now probably to when yeah. you first started Towie. Yeah. Listen, when I was on it, it was emotionally draining. I think I cried every scene. <laughs> well, it's tough, isn't it? There are people yeah. in situations that aren't normal to be confronted by someone like... And I think when I was in the relationship before I started Towie, a lot of people started the relationship with him being in, like, in Towie. So because I had the normality of it, well, it wasn't that normal, but... <laughs> the what normal, you thought was normal. The normality of it before and then going on the TV show and then seeing someone that you thought was this certain person, it was just honestly mind-blowing. It completely changed my outlook on the world <laughs> yeah but do you feel like it has made you more confident then by doing yeah it? yeah one million percent I was really quiet and shy and yeah as a lot of people say I was wrapped up in cotton wool as a child so yeah I always wanted like the Disney movie life <laughs> don't we all don't we all glow so you did that and then you left Towie Left Towie, I fell pregnant and then decided that, no, it wasn't for me anymore. And Because other cast members do actually have their babies on the sh within the show, don't they? I couldn't have done that. I didn't really, I didn't want Bo to be part of that world, if I'm honest. Be positive, Chloe, be positive. <laughs> I didn't want to, I know. When I come today, my sister was like, you've got to be positive. No, I was like, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to speak really highly of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I just didn't. It's not I didn't, about speaking highly of everything. No. It's obviously things, uh, you've got, you have had some trauma from, from yeah. doing certain situations yeah. and putting yourself in certain... Yeah. And they're triggering. So yes. you're going to talk about triggering moments yes. that weren't so positive in your life. I don't know if I want that for Bo in his life. Not necessarily not to be famous, but to be like, I would rather him be mentally amazing yeah. and, and enjoy his life and not have any pressure with anyone looking in on what's going on or wanting him to be a certain person or just things that I like experienced within being in Towie. So yeah, I just want more for him. So when I feel pregnant, you know, it's like you become unselfish and you realise that this is what's important and you want to give them the best life that they can possibly have. So yeah, for me, stepping away from Towie was the right choice at that time. So what did they say at Towie? Did they want you to leave? Well, it was, it was a little bit of a mutual decision, I think, because they called me into the office, which they do anyway, after every series that we had. And we had like chats and stuff. And I don't, I'm not one of those people that gets involved in other people's drama. One, it don't interest me. And two, I'm just, yeah, I'm just not that person. But you have sort of got to be that way inclined. You've got to be, be thick skinned. And I am in certain ways, but in, in ways where people like, rude to me and stuff no I just I, I don't like that confrontation they sort of called me in and said you know Chloe we don't really know what your next thing's going to be and I, I, I fully understood but I knew I was pregnant I wasn't going to tell them because I was early days but I just knew in myself that 
enough was enough enough was enough in that chapter of my life was over (laughs) but it's funny because i obviously we have got mutual friends but i never knew you when you was in towie but i remember watching you in towie oh god i felt i feel so awkward for chloe in them situations because you're not a confrontational person so when the drama would come for you you'd be a bit like I don't really know what I'm going to say. And I could see it in your face thinking, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say back to this no, person. Because I'm not very good at arguing. I'm not I'm not very quick with my words. <laughs> I'm not. I'd rather punch someone in the face, to be honest. <laughs> Should have just done that on a great TV. Uh, Was um, Chloe Lewis punching uh, someone in the no, face again? I know. I didn't like it. And not that a lot of people made out that they were your friends and they weren't. And then I caught people talking about me behind my back. And even at school, I never experienced anything like it. Like it... And good friends of mine that which I'm actually really good friends with now they turned their back on me and things and it literally broke my heart because it's not a normal situation obviously you're doing stuff for the tv and yeah to make a tv show yeah of course of course so it's not real life because you know people do not go through this life and no don't bitch because no of course everyone does but you're actually having it yeah in your face them bitching and you'd be like no they weren't doing it in your face but then you'd watch it back on the show yeah be like i can't believe this like me off can't believe she's trying with with my boyfriend or i can't believe like she's talking about me that way you just it's just a different world because like you said when you have a little bitching session with your friends or whatever else no one hears about that yeah no one that person that you're speaking about he's never going to hear about it but when you're on towie it was just like you're seeing it you're living it yeah and then you're also then seeing it in the the papers they were absolutely ruthless and they were the girls that went far with their career Career. i suppose yeah because you've sort of got to be ruthless because you've got to be ruthless yeah so you fell pregnant with Bo. yeah you went and told them yeah that, that was it. So how many, was you really early on? Really so like, early. What, like six, six I fell weeks? pregnant in January. This was January. Um, yeah, so I knew I was pregnant. How did you both feel when you was actually pregnant with Bo? Well, no, it was the decision we made that we was going to have a baby. It wasn't a surprise. Oh, okay. So you've yeah. been trying. Right? Yeah. We've been to the Maldives in the December. And then, yeah, it was either, I don't know why, we either got married or we decided to have a baby. At the time, we didn't really have the money to have like the big wedding that we wanted. Um, and we also wanted to buy a house and things like that. So, yeah, baby was sort of... I do think that we are become... It, it is that world now that yeah. you have to prioritise what you want. Well, I just think when you love each other... Why wouldn't you have a baby? Signing a bit of paper and all the rest of it. Yeah, okay, it, it, it is. Oh my God, you sound like my mum. That's what she no, said. But it is it's, probably, it's like paperwork. It, it is. is probably the right thing to do. Now, looking back, maybe I would have done things differently. Maybe I would have got married first. I would have liked that whole yeah. experience who doesn't what woman doesn't want to get married majority do do you know what I mean everyone wants to be a bride but at the time yeah I was just madly in love and just we we just wanted, wanted his baby yeah we just wanted <laughs> to have a little baby human yeah yeah so that was just the next step and I feel literally straight away which surprised the light about me because it does doesn't it you oh, yeah. I just think you just don't think you're gonna fall that quickly you and don't you... and I think we know so much now so like back when our mums were younger we didn't they didn't know as much there's so much information now then you're seeing people having to go down the IVF route and they've been trying for years and I think there's so much pressure that you think is that am I actually going to fall pregnant is this is this an easy thing yeah. but you know when my when some of my friends have been like oh yeah we fell pregnant like the first time I'm like yeah you do know that if you do have sex you can have a baby like <laughs> yeah, that, no, that, that is what happens <laughs> I know but you just you don't in yourself you just you never think that it's going to happen for you as quick as it did but it did it, I literally 
chide in the January and Phil at the end of January. Yeah, so just incredible. Yeah, yeah, amazing. And you um, got over the moon. Did yeah. you find out that you were having a boy? Uh, no, it was a surprise. Surprised. Yeah, because I fell with twins first, didn't I? So I found out I was pregnant in the January and then... At the time, told, like, I told Danny on his birthday, um, wrapped it all up for him, made it a big deal. Oh. So we knew he was pregnant. And then I think I went like three weeks or maybe a bit longer. I can't remember now. And I had heavy bleeding. One evening, I just had heavy bleeding. And I obviously in myself, I just thought yeah. I've miscarried. Yeah. It wasn't a normal amount. Do you know what I mean? So Danny was trying to like make me feel better. And he was like, you know, it's fine. Like it'll be fine it might not even be the case let's just go and get things checked out blah 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 so I booked a private scan went in and I took my sister at the time she was six months pregnant because I thought if anyone sees me I haven't got to announce that I'm yeah. do you know what I mean so I took Abby with me yeah you forget about this well, as well. it was in my local area so I thought yeah. if anyone sees me walking to this clinic it literally is a scanning it's for baby scans so um she took me into the clinic and then I actually know the lady because my sister's had loads of children so <laughs> I knew her from going there before she was like hi Chloe like lay on the bed blah 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 she scanned me but she thought I knew that I had twins so she was like right so baby one's absolutely fine but as soon as she said that I baby was like one, yeah she went and baby two she's and I she looked at her and I was like what do you mean she was like you know you've got twins don't you well I just yeah my sister nearly fell off a chair bless her I just couldn't believe it I was in such shock but one of the embryos was quite far behind the other one it was quite small she said this is quite normal in twins there's always one bigger than the other she said but maybe come back in like three weeks time and then I'll let you know if you've got one or two she said but I want you to go away thinking that you've only got one yeah she said because this other one might it's not make so it. common vanishing twin syndrome it's such a common thing no one talks about it that it happens all the time so yeah, I went back three I weeks later. But yeah. I, do you think so? So by the time your twelve week scan, you only had one baby, like one. Yes. Yeah, one, well, yeah one baby only there. one baby. Yeah. So yeah. people don't. I think I was eight weeks. I think I was eight weeks when I lost the twin. Yeah. Because I went for an early scan with Bodie, and there were two sacs there. Oh. But I, I obviously I don't think that sack ever formed or anything else. No, like, but it could have done. Yeah. But it could again, have been early days. Because it's, because you go to these early scans now, yeah, you know yeah. more, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because when is your twelve your first week? 12 weeks? Yeah, 12 weeks. But yeah. First scan, sorry, 12 yeah. weeks. Yeah, so the, yeah, that happened. And then um, went back three weeks later and yeah, there was only one. There was still two. Okay, yeah, they shared a placenta. There was identical because they shared a placenta. So I knew that. But then the other one had just, it was still there, but it was just sort of, and apparently... Bo absorbed the other twin, which is quite nice in a way. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's in him. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I struggled for months and months and months. And it's so stupid, I know, because people say to me, you know, you should be grateful you've got one and blah, no, blah, blah. No, but I think that you were told that there was another one there, so... But uh, it was almost like losing... Yeah, like miscarrying. It was, yeah. it was It was miscarrying a child. And then I had to be happy that I had a good, healthy one. 
So I was so torn with emotion because I was so grateful I was pregnant. But at the same time, I was so sad inside that I, I felt like it was my fault. I felt like, oh, was I going to Pilates too much or was I doing this too much? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then the doctor said to me, she was like, Chloe, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. It's just what happens. But I didn't get over that. Sometimes I still look at him and I, I think, oh. <laughs> yeah, you could have been a twin. But that, probably I didn't a, know probably about wouldn't have survived <laughs> with two. But, I um, mean, yeah. Yeah. Twins. Twins. I know. But even now, even if I'm like walking down the street and I see twins in a pram or like people must think I'm weak. So I'm like, I stare over because I think, oh, it's it's so cute. That could have been Bo. But yeah. But you've got Bo. I've got Bo. And he's happy. And And he's he's healthy. He's amazing. (laughs) So how was your birth with Bo? I like to talk about birth stories. Yes. Um, Mum's the word. Awful. Really? Awful. Awful pregnancy. No, pregnancy, amazing. Good pregnancy amazing. I felt my best. My hair and my skin was amazing. I had so much they energy. They do say that with boys though. Boys make you glow. Girls, I had like, so much energy. I, I have a bad stomach. I've got IBS. So when I felt pregnant, it took all my symptoms away. So I'd have like a morning sickness every morning without being pregnant before yeah. I felt pregnant with Bo. So yeah, I had so much energy. I can't explain it really, but my hair was great. My skin was great. I just had a very clear... You glow. Yeah, I had a very clear head. It was strange. But yeah, I loved being pregnant. Loved being pregnant. I mean, the last two months, maybe not so much because it was hot. But yeah, but birth, no. Horrendous. Like what? What happened? Oh. Tell us your story. Yeah, we but I feel like birth- everyone has everyone has a bad time in birth. Like, so I'm not gonna like hold it on me. But no, but I think I just, that's why we're doing like podcasts like this yeah. because we're talking about yeah. birth stories and birth I don't trauma. Know. Because I think we all think there's gonna be a walk in the park, and then the pain, the everything is just so much. Well, I just went in so open minded, and I just thought. Hundreds and thousands and millions of women have done this in the world. It cannot be that bad. I really, I really did think that. And the contractions, I didn't actually find that hard. What did you find hard? Oh, they were painful. Like, don't get me wrong, they were horrendous. (laughs) They were painful. But I could do them again. It was the pushing. Yeah. Yeah, I pushed for two, two hours. Really? Yeah. What, and then did he did he come after two hours? So I had an epidural at eight centimetres and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, and I had back labour. So yeah. I was like, and then I wasn't allowed to get on my knees. So I was laying on my back, legs in stirrups. <gasps> and then, yeah, I pushed for two hours. My mum and Danny was in with me and my mum's actually like a really like strong lady. And um, she seen my sister give birth three times. And it got to the point where she sort of started to break down because she couldn't bear to see me in the state that I was yeah. in. I do think it's horrible for our mums. Yeah, that, of course. Like, I would never want to watch that. <laughs> I mean, you never want to watch your baby like be I just in pain. Think, no. Because you are her and baby. And there's nothing you can do. No. You needed to go through yeah. that process to have a baby. Yeah. So I think she she broke down and she and then that made me worry because I thought, oh my God, my mum never gets us. Well, she does cry. I'm not saying she's like harsh. Yeah, I just thought, oh no, mum's sort of given up. Danny was crying because he couldn't believe the pain that I was in I don't think I think it's hard for men I do like not as hard as for us not as hard as but it's hard for them to watch it it's hard to watch them go through an out-of-body experience yeah yeah it was awful I absolutely roared when I was pushing really yeah when people say they were silent I'm like sorry what do you mean (laughs) it's quiet you didn't say one thing they're like no I'm like oh my god yeah I roared really I, I sounded like I was coming out the zoo 
Yeah, but it I think like awful. I have now experienced my friend's births. So I was there at my best friend Kelsey's, and she, it, it, she was like mooing because that's what I was doing. But I think that's how you're, you're meant to be. Like, but you feel good. I hope so. Because did you feel embarrassed at the time? She, what was your oh my like? God, actual, not one bit. No, you just didn't like, care. Yeah. Oh no, all your dignity but absolutely yeah. goes out the window. But you think There's back no. And you think, oh, not that Kelsey should be embarrassed about her mooing. Like, I was there for it and I was like, oh my God, no. this baby's coming. But no. you look back and think, oh my God, I was like full on mooing. Yeah. No, I actually, she's really strange because it's not a big deal at all, but actually being naked at the beginning in front of Danny and my mum together was probably more weird than mooing and pushing Burr out which yeah, was yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. you don't stand naked in front of your partner and your mum at the same time do you know <laughs> what I mean it was just a bit yeah so that was probably more for me at the beginning when I was going through the contractions I actually thought it in my head I thought this is really strange this I'm is really naked. weird but I am giving birth so I'm here for yeah it and I've got to do yeah. it yeah but then when the contractions came and I was starting to push oh my days because it is like wow. different stages and I don't think you're ready for them stages no because yeah it it hits you doesn't it yeah that pushing yeah. stage you just think oh. no well where i'd had the um epidural but it didn't work i had a bit so of why didn't that work well i never actually asked them if i'm honest but you're like why didn't that work for me i think it doesn't on some people and i was just i think i was just too far gone I think it had gone too far and i remember having like 10 minutes of between the contractions I was still having the contractions, but 10 minutes between contractions and the pushing, but they eased off a, a little bit. And I thought, oh, wow, this has worked a little bit. And then she went to me, we're going to push in a minute. And I was like, I don't feel like I want to push. Yeah. That's the feeling it's I had. Taken that it, feeling it, it had away. taken that feeling away. But then, yeah, as soon as she went, right, this is the first push, I was like, yeah, I, I just never experienced anything like anything it. Like it now when I well, think I'm in pain when I'm like exercising or something I just think about childbirth and then it gets me through yeah. um, nothing is as bad as childbirth no no but I just I don't know yeah I did go in I went in thinking it was going to be bad but I just didn't think it was going to be that as bad no <laughs> so you pushed for two hours but I then had he the came, thing where it felt naturally. like someone had like lit a match underneath me that's what I had really I was on fire see mine have been like rockets so I've been quite lucky that like you uh, had two close together though as well yeah so that probably helped probably your body probably hadn't Not come back fully I've got a prolapse but <laughs> <laughs> they have like rocketed out of me yeah it's um, good though some people do but even even that part I remember getting to that I've spoken about it before on here that I've got I got to the part where I know I needed to push and the midwife came in and was like no let's go and get you an epidural because you're not going to sustain this pain and I was like I need to push and I was at the stage where I needed to push oh and then they 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 turned me over and they went right let's get let's get you pushing as soon as he came out the th- first thing I said was I I went I am never ever <laughs> ever doing that again <laughs> And my mum was like, it's fine, it's fine, you haven't got to do it again. And you um, sort of look at them, like, did you sort of resent no. Danny at the time being like, don't even come near me with that? No, I don't know. Yeah, well, th- to be honest, it didn't even go through my head. I don't even know I got myself pregnant in the first place. <laughs> That's how I thought. But, yeah, and I remember my mid- midwife, she was the most loveliest, loveliest lady. And her name was Emmy. Yeah. Emmy, I was at Whips Cross Hospital. And I actually thought if this is a girl, I'm going to call it Emmy because... She was so gentle and so, you know, like people come in and out of your room all day, don't they? That they like, 
stick their arms up you and do this and do that and open Not their your legs. whole arm, can I just say they no, don't stick their whole arm, arm up you. You know what I mean. They sort of go, <laughs> this one lady come in and she was like, awful, awful, awful. Hadn't met her all day. She hadn't been in my room once. She came in all matter of fact and sort of was bossing everyone around in the room, sat on my bed and sort of didn't even ask me and just put her hands yeah. in between my legs. And I remember looking at Danny and I was like that and he was just like, as if, don't say anything, just leave it, it's fine. Yeah, I just thought it was all a bit much. But then when she, this lady came in, she was so lovely, like just the loveliest, loveliest person. Couldn't have been kinder. And yeah, she delivered Bo. Oh, if only you had a girl. I mean, it could have been named after no, you. I didn't actually like that name part because <laughs> I've been so traumatised. I thought, you know what? Oh, it's going to be a middle name. Yeah. Yeah, she was lovely. I think that makes a difference. Yeah, who's, who's around you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really did make a difference. Hi all, it's TV's Gail Porter here. I am so excited to tell you that I am joining the Paranormal Activity family and will be hosting a number of live podcast recordings across the UK. The first is on the 6th of March at London's haunted Richmond Theatre. Expect terrifying tales, audience interaction and hopefully a spirit or two. I can't wait for you to join me and to hear your own paranormal experiences. You can find tickets at www.paranormalpod.co.uk. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So where did you, how did you come up with Bo? What, what made um, you pick Bo? I've been called Clobo all my life. Yeah. And we lost my nan a couple of years before and it wasn't actually one of my names. I always like unisex names, but it wasn't actually one of my names. And then Danny actually said it to me and I thought, you know what? I actually quite like that. And my nan always called me Closey Bosey. And now we call Bo Bosey, which is yeah. really weird. So yeah, I could just could always hear my nan saying it and it just, yeah, give me a bit of comfort. And he looked like a bow when he was born. He did. Yeah. And they, I, yeah. yeah. I, well, we had, we had two names and I named him both names for, for like 12 days. 
Did you? What you was calling them both? Well, and I was whatever. just, I couldn't work out what which. Now I can't tell you. Oh, why? Because you might have <laughs> saved it. <laughs> well, if I say it on here, everyone's doing a no. Yeah, no, I just really liked it. I really like, I really liked the other one, but he just didn't look like that name. He looked like a bow. Yeah, yeah. He was such a bow. And it is funny now with your kids, like when they get, like with, with mine, I think, oh my God, they are that name. Yeah. Like, but Bodie's name is Bodie Thomas Paris Parker. And yeah. Tom always wanted Paris. And I was like, oh, I can't call him Paris. <laughs> but now yeah. I think. Oh, he wanted it his first name. Yeah. But now I think he could have actually been a Paris, but he does suit Bodie. Yeah. And then we shorten it to Bo. Yeah. So we've got, yeah. we've got the Bo, the Bo boys. We've got the Bo boys, the best boys. Yeah, the best boys. <laughs> so, Birth, Towie, Labour, It's a lot. Birth, <laughs> it's a lot. Bo, now you. Oh, gosh. Do we have to talk about me? Yeah, it's all about you. Oh, is it? How do you find being a mum and doing Instagram and social media and creating content Hard work. <laughs> I think I find it hard, which I've learned to find out, that I am such a perfectionist that if something isn't perfect, then I'm not posting it. But since being a mum, yeah. I'm learning to be less of a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, Even when me and Chloe an go out and if we go and do anything, I'm like, Chloe, take a picture. I would literally be slapdash and be like, oh, I'll just stand there and take the picture. She's like, no, 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 let me adjust the curtain. Let me do this. Oh, yeah. Kelsey, what content are you getting? Like, literally. Yeah, I just like, yeah. But like, then afterwards I, I look back and I think, oh no, Chloe did get it right. Like yeah. that did look bang on. Yeah. But, or like if I'm taking pictures of someone, I'll go and make sure their hair's on the right side or like their collar is straightened up or I just, yeah, I am a perfectionist. Not so much anymore because I think that has to go out the window a little bit when you have a baby because otherwise... You wouldn't get anything done. You wouldn't get anything done and you drive yourself mad. So yeah, that I've learned about myself since being a mum is to not be a perfectionist. But then I think it comes handy in certain things. Yeah, of course it does. In work and certain elements of life I think it's good to be that way so no I find it so hard I find it you're so hard. hard juggling yeah I, I I just don't get I mean I think you're quite good at it to be fair and you've got two baby babies yeah I just I don't know why I find it so hard I, do, I just do but even you took a break over the weekend didn't you on, yeah on I just it's got to the point now in life where I just think obviously I'm grateful for my followers and then the people that have always supported me, I'm so grateful, really am, because I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for them. But at the same time, bows my life and I want to make sure that I'm present for the times that I'm spending with him and doing with him without being behind a camera or being behind a phone to capture the moment to save on my phone and never look at that picture ever again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I completely understand. Yeah, so it's just got to the point where he's... He's my priority and I don't think social media is a massive issue. I think for some people maybe it is because people do rely on it for people to, you know, like if you post a picture and then everyone says, oh, you look great or blah, blah, blah. What's the word? Yeah, but the reassurance. The of, reassurance of people. of people thinking that you're, and these people that we are getting reassurance from are strangers. Yeah. You know, I know I completely understand what you're saying. Like some people want the reassurance of a stranger being like, "Oh, you look amazing today. You're doing great." And you know, sometimes you do need that. Yeah, like of course. In my journey, yeah. I sometimes feel like I need to post things it, for people to go, "Kelsey, you know what? You're doing a good job." Yeah. Like I posted yeah. yesterday because I've I've had a couple of months where I've really really been struggling. Yeah. And you sort of need people to go, "You're doing amazing. Like keep going. You're Come fine. On, you're going to be all right. You've got I, it." I, I get that, but then I also get what you're saying is that sometimes you don't need the reassurance of people going, "You're doing." Great. Yeah, like, 
like you yeah. know that you're doing but good. then i think the more sometimes that that happens and they're telling you that you're doing great you sort of question yourself a bit more and think am i doing that great yeah Are you, like you question yourself more and then yeah listen I, i've had a terrible terrible two years like it's not as terrible as some people's, I know, but I've had a bad... No, but I just think as well, like, your life is your life. Like, I know that you're saying that because yeah, of me. Sure and you're thinking, Kettle's like, my yeah. two years haven't been like yours. But you're Chloe. Yeah. You're Chloe Lewis no. and you're living a different life to me. So yeah. for you, two years have been really tough for yeah. you and you've yeah. had a bad time. Yeah. And we've got you've got emotional before to me about it. Yeah. But... You're doing, you're doing amazing, aren't not you? Not today. Not today. <laughs> She's not getting racial station. Positive. Not today. Yeah, I just, for me, I just think I always thought, because my sister had children before I did, I was auntie first. So I always thought I was going to be a great mum. I had this like, like I just, I, honestly, deep down in my heart, I thought I'm going to be great at this. I'm going to be so good at it. And then when I had Bo, it was during COVID anyway, which obviously didn't help, but I was always a get up and go person. I always like to get up, get myself dressed, get myself ready and get out of the house. Whether that be pop to my friends or do it like popping into London to do work or I was always on the go. And then when I had Bo, for me just to, maybe as well, because I didn't have a nine to five job beforehand. Yeah. I think sometimes when you've had the nine to five job, it's nice to be at home. Do you know what I mean? Because that's all people ever wanted to do when they're at work. They're like, oh, I want to do a bit, do is be at home and be on the sofa. But I think where I didn't have a nine to five job, when I had Bo, I just struggled with it so badly. I just, I found being a mum so hard. Getting up, getting out of the house. Bo had reflux, so I had all that. I just found that really hard. I I really did. No, and I think you had your sister's kids and you were auntie, but I do think, like, even for me, my mum had my brothers, like, when I was younger. So... I think I had the realisation of, oh God, it is our being a mum. Yeah. Like I saw first Yeah, I never really mom. saw that though. But with being an auntie, you're giving them back, you're leaving the situation, yeah. you're not with them 24-7. Yes, of like, course. Kids are hard work yeah. and it it's constant. Constant. <laughs> and like you're saying, you were used to being, getting up, sorting yourself out, going out. Yeah, but then yeah. you've not, you've got another human that yeah, you're yeah. going, what are you going to do today? We're yeah. dressing you, what are you going to wear? Yeah. And if you're a perfectionist. Yeah. What's yeah. the perfect outfit that yes. Bo's going to wear today? Yeah. And how good is he going to look? And, yeah, it was and just, how good are you looking? Yeah, it was. It, I just found it a lot. I really, really found it a lot. Then obviously decided to move to Dubai, which... How long was you in Dubai for? Year and a half. But I'm so shocked now knowing you that you moved to Dubai because you love your family so much. <laughs> I know. You are such I know. a homebird. I know. But you I went know. to Dubai. yeah. Well, it, it was for Danny's work, so it wasn't. It wasn't. Obviously, we was going to give ourselves a better life. Yeah, that was the plan. But I think where I was a new mum and I was in a bad headspace with being a new mum, and then moving country and being away from the your people that system, I feel your closest to. Yeah, I was so completely lost, and I was like getting up. Like I made friends, like good friends, but like getting up and going to the beach every day with a six-month-old baby. It, I know it sounds like it sounds like the, the dream, perfect but we've life. all been there with sand. But when you're lonely and you're doing majority of it on your own, it was really tough. It Did was you feel really a little tough. bit depressed or low? I don't want to say depressed. Did yeah, you feel low? When I just, you were there? I, yeah, it's, it's, I can't explain it. It's a weird one. Danny was really supportive. Because you're in a place where everything's amazing, everything's fantastic, but ultimately you're there. Danny's yeah. gone to work. Yeah. You've got Bo. Yeah. And I'd You've lost got... myself that I didn't have much work 
happening out there because all my work's here in London. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anything I do is here, events and bits and bobs. It's all here. So I wasn't working really. And then went through, because having a nanny out there is completely normal, went through so many nannies, but I just, because it was my first baby and they're, they're yours, I, could, I couldn't find one that I like. You wanted him to have his nanny. Yeah. His actual nanny. Yeah, yes, exactly. So it was just hard. It was just, the, the whole thing was hard. And listen, looking back now, sometimes I wish I'd gone with a little bit more of a positive head and been a bit more open-minded with it. I don't regret it, but I wish I'd, I'd probably just wish I'd looked at it differently. But it's learning. You've learned about yourself yeah. now. Yes. So you had to go and be yeah. that person. Oh, listen, and if do I went now, it'd do. be a completely different... Yeah. It'd be completely different. But it, every, life is learning, Chloe. That's it. We're here to learn. We've got life lessons. Life lessons. So you've come back from Dubai and you are co-parenting with Danny. Yes. How is that going? Is it yeah, good? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard because you don't ever see yourself not being with that person. And again, I think that's like for you to deal with and you to get your mind around because obviously when you do go and have a baby with someone, yeah. like... You picture it being forever and, yeah. and you're going to have this family. But sometimes it doesn't work out. Look, for both of our reasons, it's, yeah. it's worked out completely different. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's similar. It's similar. But you, you think, I just wanted that perfect relationship, that perfect family. Yeah. But yeah. what is perfect? No, I know. I know. I'm learning to learn that <laughs> now. I need to learn that. Yeah, no, it is hard sometimes, but he's a fantastic dad. He's really, really good with Bo. Can't fault him in any way <laughs> with that in that sense. So yeah, it's just you're amicable. Are you two good at making like decisions together, joint decisions on parenting? Yes, we are. That's always been a good thing of ours. It's never a good quality. A good quality. It's never been or even like I would say something. A few of my friends have the problem where they'll say something as in they want something for that child and then they'll go, no, I don't think that's a good idea, blah, blah, blah. That's never, ever, ever been the case. You both agree. We both, we've always both agreed. Or he'll give his opinion and I'll give mine and I'll go, yeah, okay. Or he'll say, yeah, okay. It's never been, even when we was naming him, it was a, never a big... That's why I'm having this Yeah, it was never, it was always quite easy. Yeah. So you're both easy going when it comes to the parenting. That's really good. Yeah. Because yeah. especially you are having to co-parent, like you both need to be on the same page. Yeah, I'm quite a family girl anyway. So for me, more so now, <laughs> I'm finding it easier. But I think Danny, he's always wanted to be a good dad. Do you know what I mean? He's always had that in him and he absolutely idolises Bo. <laughs> How do you feel when Bo goes off with Danny though? Do you feel like, yeah, I'm here for the break or do you um, like, Mixed emotions. I have mixed emotions. Sometimes I'm like, oh, really love him with me today. And then other days, You're like, I'm here for the I break. Think, yeah, <laughs> I need the yeah, break. I need the break. I'll go Pilates or have a day out with one of my girlfriends. The Pilates queen. Pilates queen. To look like Chloe Lewis, you just oh have to do God. Pilates Not five the minute, times I've really a week. given up. Oh, whatever. I have. The I most have. unreal person. I always say to Chloe when I'm with her, why has she got the most prettiest face yeah. and the best body ever? Kels. <laughs> It's I'm true. Going. As she drinks I'm her drink, now. she hates it. She hates any compliments, but honestly, I'm going. she has. She's got the best face ever. You're the cutest, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so it's it's good. It's fine. Listen, it's been a really, like I said, tough two years between us both, but nothing really happening. It was just differences of people and not growing together, growing apart, which is just, yeah, it was the uh, honestly the saddest, saddest thing I've ever, ever but been But you have had obstacles as well with work and his work. So yeah. yeah, you've had that between you both. Yeah, it's tough. 
really tough. And then when you've both got this child that you both love immensely and do you know what I mean? You're you're the only two people that have got the love for this child like you have. Yeah, it's really tough. Don't wish it on anyone. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, the, the, we're here, like that's what I'm saying. It is yeah. your journey and it can change And this it. is a stupid thing to say as well, but it's almost like only because I know you grieve Tom. Yeah. But he, you don't see him. Do you know what I mean? So you're grieving him, but you he's not there anymore. Whereas... I'm grieving someone, but I have to see him every day. It's a weird situation. I can't explain it. So, yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I'm in a situation where Tom's not coming back. Like, he has died and there's no back from that. No, which I know is the most awful thing ever. I, I... I don't actually know how you do it, Kel. But what, what you're saying is, what's the future for you and Danny? Because he is actually here. Yeah. And it's you're grieving the relationship that... You've just got to get on with it. You have to just get on with it and still see their face. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, how you do no. it. No, no. Well, I mean... Because you do share listen. a child together. And look, anyway, it's you and Danny. Yeah. What's yeah. going to be is going to be. Gonna and be. that is it. And that's that what I just it. think in life. That What's meant it. to be will yes. be. Yes, God, it's made me bloody stronger. I tell you that. Yeah. But I think through life we do grow and we do get stronger. And like like we're saying, you've been to Dubai, you've got stronger from that. You now reflect on that and you think, I'd be a different person if I went back now. Yeah, but you yeah, had to I do see, that to yeah, grow. Yeah. You've had to go through yeah. this. Yeah. What's Bowie's four? I literally, them four years, I'm a complete different person. Yeah, when, and, and it's been a roller coaster yeah, for you. When I, when I first fell, or even being in the Maldives that December and I fell in the, me being in the Maldives that December to the person that I am now, my views and outlook on life and the things I used to worry about and care about and worrying about what people thought and them small stupid things that I've learned now that are just so unimportant and that your little bubble and your little team and family and all the rest of it is just what is most important in life. And all of us are different as well. Yeah. Like we all want the perfect family even in my upbringing, yeah. like I've not had the perfect family. No. So I think that's how I could actually probably deal yeah. with, and that's why I think, I feel like I've had an epiphany for you that that is it because you were brought up by your mum and dad and you're, they're so in love yeah. and they've been together for how many years yeah. and like your sister and her partner and then it's, you feel. Yeah, it's pressure. The pressure. Yeah, of course. But your journey's different to theirs. I know. I know my journey's different. I'd love to know what it's going to take me though. To I know, I, I'm interested to see though. And it can be anywhere. I think for me now, I don't think it's, I don't know. I just don't think, listen, obviously I'm not going to shut doors, but I think my focus for me now is is work. Yeah. Is, is just trying to push that and obviously Bo, but to do that for Bo. That was actually my question. What does the future look like for you and Bo now? Yeah, I haven't got a perfect picture. Sounds so cliche, but everything that I do now is because I want Bo to have a nice life. Do you know what I mean? And like, yeah, when he's 18, have money behind him that he can do stuff and I don't know, all the things that are just... You're out here trying to be the best mum. Yeah, there's not a perfect picture. No. There's not a perfect picture. And some days I'm like, oh, just send me away to the sunshine somewhere and I'll never come back. <laughs> I definitely get moments oh like that, that God. I look around and I think, oh, I would love to just be able to just 
got like what you're saying. Yeah. That used to wake up and just leave the and house. Just go somewhere. Imagine waking up and not having to make breakfast. Not even wake children up no. if they're not awake. Nothing. Not, not have to wake up bed. during the night and then just get up and be like, I'm going to put some yeah. makeup on, do my hair, yeah. get dressed and yeah. leave the house. Yeah. But this is why people look young when they haven't got children. <laughs> because they true. make you old. They, I know girls my age that I'm like, you look so young. Yeah. <laughs> look like us. Yeah. Sometimes I'd love to just fly but away. But then your kids give you so much and they're so rewarding. There's no love like it, is there? There is no love. And then when they look back at you and they tell you, Mummy, I love you, or like my Bodie, my bow, when he just sat there last night and went, Mum, I went, Yeah, he went, I love you. Oh my God. And I was best. like, Oh. Yeah, there's no feeling like it ever. And then the radio being like, Can I have just one last kiss and cuddle? I'm like, You've actually had four now before bed, but yeah. I'll kiss and cuddle you again. Yeah. Like, there is just no feeling like it. But you don't really get that till you're, they're like two ish, do you? Yeah. I think that's why I struggled at the beginning. You don't get nothing back. You don't, no, get, you don't get a lot back. And I think no. you're so obsessed with the routine yeah. and what they're yes. doing and what stressing milestone about, they should yeah, be yeah, hitting. Yeah. Or uh, stressing about that moment because they're not happy. or And it just goes so fast that it, that's actually, that's a good one for new mums. Yeah. Don't stress about what's happening at the time because, because it, it passes so quickly. And then there is something new to stress about. A hundred percent. Even like the... I remember when you're obsessed with them sleeping. Yeah. How much sleep should they have? When should they be feeding? Yeah, yeah. But then they're four and they're waving you off to go to school and asking if they can ride their scooter today. Like, and they're like, where's my baby gone? Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like if I did, did have another child now, I would just be so much more relaxed. Oh my God, so would I. I was talking about this to one of my friends the other day. She's just had a baby. I would enjoy it so much. There would be no pressure. Everyone's listening like, yeah, you two wouldn't. It would be the sleep back to the sleepless nights. No, yeah, it would be, to be fair. But, I, but mean, I think you'd be over the sleep situation. I think you're so gutted when you first have a kid that you your sleep's gone. Sorry, from me that used to sleep till like 11 o'clock every day. Yeah, and then... I was the biggest sleep person. Was you? Oh, that's what killed what, me. What do you sleep, sleep now? Like, what's your sleep like now? Do you go to bed quite late? Well, I'll make you laugh. I go to bed with both. Do you? Yeah, I, I just feel it was so like sometimes emotionally drained of life sometimes that I just think, what is the point of me sitting up watching Armour Slab or when I can catch up on it on another day when I can just go to bed and have a good night's sleep and feel better the next morning and get up and go Pilates and feel good in myself. That's how I look at it now. Listen, I'm not saying I don't ever watch telly, but... No, but it's the same sort of feeling as My me. days are busy and then the I get home. The days are busy, but also for me, it's the uh, that's the time when I start thinking and then my brain... Overthinks. Overthinks. Sits on Instagram, so scrolling. I, so, so I try and put myself to bed really early and try and switch off from everything. Yeah. And just watch a bit of like rubbish TV. Yeah. Like something that's It's my favourite like, time. It is my favourite time. Yeah. I've thought about it the other day. I actually got in bed with Poe. Oh, he actually sleeps with me now, which is really bad, I know. No, it's not really bad. Is it not? It's, He's not going to be in bed with you when you when he's fourteen, is he? Oh, I so. hope he is. <laughs> don't leave me. Please hug mummy. I say, and kiss me I say to him all the time. I go, don't ever leave mummy. Oh. He goes, mum, I'm never going to leave you. And I think oh, I'm going to record you saying that because you're going to leave me one day. <laughs> but no, yeah, like like you said, you get into bed, put the telly on, and that I lay there and I actually think this is my favourite place to be. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, with your boys tacked up in bed and just. Peaceful, watching telly or whatever you're doing, reading a book or whatever you do. Whatever you do before bed. But yeah, I do. I like the comfort of having 
him in bed with me yeah. and I was never like that I was like no my kid's gonna sleep in their bed and blah blah blah, blah and I'm gonna be that parent but I'm like when he gets in my bed I'm like oh I love it we spoon yeah um, I think boys are such mummy lovers my Bodie's such a mummy lover oh, they just love their mums Ray uh, rarely gets in bed with me she'll only if she's having a nightmare she'll like come into the bed and be like oh, I'm so scared yeah. but Bodie every night is like I get mum I get mum tiggle my back and then I tiggle his back and then the other night I fell asleep and I woke up and he was tiggling my face. Oh, stop. He was, yeah, going, I like, get the, he was going like this. I get the stroke. He strokes me. And I thought, oh me. my God, I love you so much. <laughs> oh my God, we're their mums. We're mums of boys that just love their boys so much. Oh, we've got the whole girlfriend things to come in years to come, Kills. I'm, I'm going to try my best to be like a chilled out. Yeah. Mum. As long as they're nice. Of boys. Of boy. Yeah. Anyway, Chloe, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Thank you. I feel Thank like we've resolved a lot. Yes. In this 45 minute chat. <laughs> yes. But yeah, thank you so much thank for coming you. on. Thank you for having me. Do you have a question you want me and my guest to answer? Get in touch by emailing askmumsthewordpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on WhatsApp. Our number is 07599927537 or leave it as a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people. So I've been Kelsey Parker. You can find me on being underscore Kelsey on Instagram, where I'm just being me. We'll be back with another episode same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.